Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Hi, I'm Ian Bowden from Behind the Music on the Cat Radio. I'm here with Tom Bailey at the Rewind Festival. How are you, Tom? I'm very well. Here we are. The music is playing, the sun is shining, and we've just arrived. Right. Tom, have you done... Um, I've just heard that you have done the, the Scotland venue. Yeah. Okay. And what's so entertaining about doing the Rewind festivals? Well, this is the kind of biggest and best of the 80s festivals. Um, and... Um, this is the thing that kind of got me back into playing again. I think the second gig I did when I came out of retirement was Rewind in in Henley. And I had no idea that these things went on. So I, okay. I said to someone, what's Rewind? Right. And then I found out the hard way. That it, so it, it takes you back to the era you like your music with the Thompson Twins are going yeah, when yeah. you produce all those songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we start out every concert with the feeling that we share the same nostalgia for the kind of golden age of pop music yes. yeah. uh, with the audience. And, and that leads to this strong emotional connection, you know. So that, that's why I'm here to... To, 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 to kind of build up that connection yeah. again, you know. So when you go from your dressing room and you're approaching the stage, yeah. What do you what do you feel when you go, when you go on the stage? What do you feel when the crowds out there and you see them? Do you overcome with emotion or feeling at you? Well, I like to feel a little bit frightened. Okay. Because I think the day you walk on the stage thinking, oh, it's just another job, you know, yeah, yeah. then you should quit. Okay. <laughs> it's right. a very, very special privilege to play in front of thousands of people. Well, um, just because obviously they made you, they all made you stars, you think, yeah. in the way, and they like the way, you know, your music as well. So you're taking them back, I think, to a decade that, that he loved as well, yeah. with the music of that era as well. That's right. But also, there's a sense in which you're walking thin ice, you know? Things can go wrong in a gig. Yeah, well, yes. Well, it happened yesterday. Yeah. Mark King, level 42, lost all the sound. Oh, dear. You know? Oh, the, crowd, the crowd of Brits singing it, and then all of a sudden they right. came back again, and he carried on where he, was, right. he knew where he was left off at. So Just that, one of those things. That that's happens. the kind of thing that pop stars lie awake worrying about. You know? <laughs> yes. So, um, it, it does lead to a, a sense of... Uh, I suppose that's in the back of your mind, is it, in case something goes wrong? And, yeah, it's, and a, it's, carry it's a tense on? moment. But usually when I, fir- when I hear the opening passage of the first song, yeah. something in me relaxes and I start yeah. enjoying it and you then build you get on into that. The music. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me, how did the Thompson twins then first start their music? Well, it, were, it started off with some friends at school. Right. We were just strumming guitars together, you know, and... Uh, and uh, then punk came along with, oh, we can do that. And then one thing leads to another, and suddenly we get, you know, synthesizers and drum machines, and we're writing hit, pop hits. And maybe where you are today. Everyone, everyone wants to know about it. Yeah, well, so. yeah, exactly. It's where you are today. So to tell me, what does when Tom Bailey's away from all the music scene, behind the scene, what does Tom Bailey do to chill out, to relax? What does he do? Um, I don't give enough time to chilling out, to be honest. Um, but um, I'm also very lazy. <laughs> I think we all probably get that. Way. I don't watch TV. I'm always okay. busy. Right. Um, so to de-stress, as it were, I probably meditate. Okay. And uh, I enjoy that. I quite enjoy quiet time on my own. Do you have sort of like music in the background to relax you as well? No, not at all. No. I never listen to music. Right. It's the curse of a working musician. Right, okay. Like, if you are, let's say, uh, an artist, you're painting, you can have the radio on while you're doing it. Yes, yes. 
but a musician can't. Right, okay. And you can't have the TV on because that distracts that you. That distracts you, so no so distractions at all. all it is is the music you're working on. Right, okay. Have you got any new material you're working on at this present oh, time? Oh yeah, always. Yeah. Always writing and always recording. Uh, whether or not I'll want to release any of it is a different question mm-hmm. because um, the release of records doesn't seem to me like uh, uh, an assumption we should make anymore. The music business has changed so much. It's so much more about playing live. Yes. Um, but I happen to enjoy composition. So sometimes I work with other people on their projects, helping yeah. to write and things because it gives me. Um, well, it gives you some pleasure out of that anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you it's a very interesting challenge. You know, writing a song is like a puzzle that you have to right, figure yeah. out. And uh, I like that. So, well, how do you sort of come up with a song? Do you have to look at things or do you experience things to write a the song? The weirdest things can trigger you into a kind of poetic space where you think, you know, that's a great idea for a song. Sometimes it can be a sound or a chord sequence. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday I was talking to someone who suffers from migraine. Okay. And the weirdest thing, the way they were describing their symptoms, I thought, I'm going to write that down. It's a great idea for a song. Right. I'm not saying what it was because. <laughs> you, should away my idea. you should come up with one say people who got dyslexic. Because I'm uh, dyslexic. Oh, really? Okay. I do work things differently than right, other people right. do. Yes. And I wasn't diagnosed until I was at university. Right. So all my life I was just doing things the opposite right. but you see we seem to adapt to what we do we're right. good at one thing but not good at all right, right, you know right. and I wasn't picked up till my tutor told me, told me about it right and I thought oh it's only reading and writing it isn't it right. it's a vast but now those things are becoming more valued aren't they is it yes. the neurodiversity and what have you we, we don't want to all be the same the, no, way, the way our minds work no, you know, so it's good awesome. to have a crew of diverse people that think well, in different ways I think and, and you all could work together you've got some probably amazing ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. if you could all get together I think the really cool companies around the world are realising that I think we need to have people on the team who aren't the normal yeah take it just out places. of that box yeah, yeah. and see what it is well thank you very much Tom you're you're most time. welcome. I have to say that uh, since you're from Crewe, I went to college in Alsager just down the road. Do you know what? That's where I went to. Really? That's my first um, foundation year. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah, Alsager Crewe. Now place. that, you know what? That has now all gone now. That has now come a mini village. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's all housed and it's got a couple of shops on it. Wow. Yeah. And then the moved. I then moved to Stafford, right? To Stafford University for Polytechnic. Then I moved back to Crew because it came back to uh, it changed over to Manchester then. Right. We had a yes. crew. Because when I was at Alsager, it was part of Keele University. That's and, right. And then it was part of Manchester. Yeah. And now you're saying yeah. it doesn't exist at no, all. No, 